and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking, along with El Jefe and the Walker. Welcome to episode 281 of the Max Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Andre Corbeil's Wrestling with Wrestling, along with MP3 platforms, of course. It is July 30th. We've almost made it to month 8 of the year from hell. Good news is, that also means we're closer to Promo Slam. Yeah, alright. Thank God. Also means we get to kick off next month, next week, with the King of the Mic final. Whew. It, it's going that quick. Goes. That's how knockout tournaments go. They go quickly. Yeah, um, it, it, it definitely went uh, a lot faster than I expected, and I'm in the goddamn thing. <laughs> not like not like the, the climax or the league that lasts like months. Right. Uh, but before we get there, we got to get to the semifinals first, and... As you know, it is double whammy week in the King of the Mic. Before we begin, let me take you back to January 20th of this year on the countdown show for Podcast Promo Rumble 4. Cypher battled Ted P. De Nero and the winner went on to face the Demoness on our fifth anniversary. It's almost exactly the same situation this week as those two have ended up against each other in the semifinals. And before either one of them gets to the Demoness at Promo Slam, they have to go through the King of the Mic final. So, here is semi-final number one. The second will come your way a little bit later on in the show. It's Cypher versus Teddy P, part two. See, the funny thing about nightmares is that they don't last long. And you, Ted P, you won't last long in this competition. Now, the last time we met, the odds were in my favor. And they still are. Now, accolades aside, Teddy, I'm not afraid of you. I have no reason to be. Cause see, like I said, nightmares don't last long. You ain't that much of a nightmare, son. Now yeah, my adrenaline's pumping, yeah. 
I'm not feeling the greatest. I feel like my chest is about to collapse, but this is a competition, son, and I'm coming for what's mine. I'm coming for the demoness. And like I told everybody before, I'm going to keep coming. I'm not going to stop. Why would I stop now? Why would I bow down to the nightmare, the unnatural one? The only thing unnatural about you is your hairline. And I'm just saying, bro, I mean, that's the only thing scary about you. But other than that, man, I got to come for what's mine. I got to go for the promo title. I'm going for the promo championship. Now, all hair jokes aside, because I know my hair is not the best looking neither, but at least I'm not laying there eating a bag of chips and laughing at something that's not funny. This ain't funny, boy. This ain't a game. Son, I'm hustling out here. And I'm going to pave the way all the way to the top until I get to Demonus. Now, Demonus, I know you're watching this, and I know you're watching this from hell. When we met last time, I wasn't ready. But this time, I'm coming for you. With a smile on my face. But first, I gotta get through Ted P. Now, whatever you gonna say, Teddy, say it. Don't hold back. Don't be no punk, bruh. Just let me have it. And at the end of the day, man, let the best man win, partner. Because I told you, I'm hungry. And I'm gonna keep eating till I get full and become... The next king of the might winner. And then after that. Your title's mine demoness. I need some gold around my waist. So I'll catch you real soon. Time to go back to sleep man. Woke up. Too early. Bitches, why? No, I'm not one for the snitch. And that is the definition of De Niro. Yes, I may have been down, but I picked myself back up and got right back in this race. Hello, Corey. I see you're standing in my way once again. Just like Mr. Jolly was. We've tangled before, Corey. We have. And I, I didn't care about that one. This one, quite different. I actually care about. And that is the perfect way. See, it's a beautiful rhythm when you think about it. I fell short of King of the Mic last year, and the person who really stood in my way is you. The funny thing is, I knew that I had you coming up. I knew it. I looked right past Mike Jolly like, hey, Mike, excuse me, not talking, talking to Corey. Hello, Corey.
Hello, Cypher. The rap spitter. Yeah. Snake in the grass, got they ass. Put his ass on blast. Pow! Shot in the face, what a disgrace. I'm not really rapping. Those are just rhyming words, but that's what you guys wanted, right? You guys wanted a battle rap from me and Corey the last time we had it set up. It was billed as a battle rap, but I once again, I said I will not, will not battle anybody unless the De Niro is right. And might add, maybe that's a bit cocky, but when you know your price, you know your price. But Cypher is one of the best rappers I've ever heard. Look inches away from me when it comes to this promo thing. See, you may walk the said walk, but I talk the said talk. I lay that motherfucker. You can walk right on it because it's solid as concrete. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or are you a little lost? Catch up if you're lost. Come here. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Hey. You're in my way, Corey. I would like for you to please move because we are boys. But Trippy Wolf was your boy too, correct? I mean, need not say anything else, but this is getting long. And I would hate to bore anybody with my ramblings and tangents, but you have to understand this. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. And if you don't get it, it's probably not for you to get. Take me out. And of course, the winner will be announced on Sunday. I just also, as well, in the original video, there was some Frank Sinatra playing, which I had to cut out for the episode. You know, for copyright, but if you want to see the whole video, it is also on our YouTube channel. We just ignore the restrictions on that video. Yeah, alright. Um, again, the winner will be announced on Sunday. Uh, and we'll be advancing to the King of the Mike final. So if you don't want to wait till next week's episode to find out, well, actually, Monday, uh, Tuesday, sorry, for pro, uh, post to post, make sure you join the Max Wrestling Facebook group to find out straight away. Now, this is where Travis goes to sleep after the first three minutes because we talk WWE. <laughs> oh, yay. And who he can't be blamed. No, he, he wakes not up a, not just again. for the intro and then has a little nap while we talk raw. boy. Sounds like a <laughs> um, Obviously, another major match was spoiled weeks ahead of time as Randy Orton challenged Drew McIntyre, which we knew about, for SummerSlam. Um, yeah. In fact, WWE kind of ruined their entire main event for Raw by announcing before, actually, it was pretty much after last week's episode, um, they asked on Twitter who we want to see face Drew McIntyre for the WWE title at SummerSlam, and then next thing, the match with Dolph Ziggler, the rematch is non title. 
So what's the point? The point is, is hey, look, this is what we're gonna do. I'm showing you my hand. Oh, you don't like it? Too fucking bad. This is my hand. And statistics speak for themselves. This is the tenth straight world title match that Dolph Ziggler has lost since 2016. Or yeah, when did he cash in? 2013. So yeah, 2016. So why does he get all these chances? Uh, He's good. No, I can't do it. No, I mean, um, we we can't even get invested in a Dolph Ziggler storyline because we know he's going to lose. Well, not only that, but he's boring as all hell. Everything eh. he does is the same thing, or he tries more and more to try to be Shawn Michaels because he thinks it's going to help him. Yeah, it didn't help him five years ago. It doesn't help him now. Nah. Also, I, I, I mean, I'm not into him. I kind of missed a wet hair look. I don't really buy the nice, wavy, straightened hair that Dolph's got. Are you fucking paying that much attention to his hair? <laughs> it's the most interesting thing about him. I can't stand <laughs> the guy. I'm like, can you kick him in the face right, like right now? Yeah. Not right now, but like right now? Well, speaking of kicking somebody in the face, immediately after Randy made the challenge, he was met on the way out of the on the stage by Nia Jax. Uh, they had a little, <clears throat> like, second of glance. Uh, throwing back to Royal Rumble when she took an RKO. Um, I mean, Nia's been off for a couple of weeks, uh, thankfully. And then she crashes the party, and um, praying for somebody to come out. And who does come out? Shayna Baszler. I've never been so happy to see Shayna. Oh my god, I'm not. I'm not happy about what I'm hearing about this. What did they gonna? Feud? No. Oh, yeah. They're going to feud, all right. That's for sure. They're going to feud just like Samus and Cesaro and fucking team up. Oh, come on. I The second I heard that, I immediately wanted to gag. I did gag. I almost vomited. Caught myself. But it's... They're trying to be like, oh, well, you know, you know, Nia's going to be like... Oh, they're going to go out there, they're going to have a fucking brawl and be like, oh, well, you're a shooter like me. Let's team up. And I'm going to be like, excuse the fuck out of me. But that's exactly how the hell they want to do it. Or It's like, at least that's what I'm hearing. And it sounds, it, it sounds as stupid as it sounds. Like, I can't, I, I, I could not glorify it if I wanted to. It's, it is a dumb idea. But yeah. I, I, they're desperate for ratings, I guess. Oh, Vince has made his semi-annual plans to boost ratings. Same yeah, I know. I'm waiting months. for all the... I mean, I know they're planning something for Austin. Because they're, they're so desperate. We need to get back to like two million. Somebody call Steve. <laughs> Steve's hammer yeah. drunk. He doesn't give a shit about the show. Yeah, he, he just wants to do his podcast. <clears throat> and We're Sam fucking Roberts. power to him. More power. Um, to, I'd rather him do that than anything else with the fucking company. Yeah, like that, that first row without the crowd, and it was so awkward because Stone Cold needs an audience reaction, and there was just nothing. I think he got buzzed, though, off those beers. 
because he does some strong. Those IPAs are strong as shit, and he's out there just pounding them like. But I know you drink, but like, like those IPAs will get you. Yeah, and if not that, Byron Saxton will. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> um, yeah, that that's just a mismatch with Nia and Shayna. Um, also, Shayna had all the time in the world to expect that right hook because Nia just extended all the way back, and it took about five seconds to bring it's it back. It's a cartoon around. punch. Yeah, and Shayna just stood there and waited for it. She's like super wind up, and then came in with a punch, and I'm like, really, really. You're just gonna. You're an MMA fighter. I don't know. Um, and to be honest, the brawl was pretty sloppy and poorly organized. Uh, I don't really see why these two are put together. I don't think they're gonna have much chemistry. I don't think they got any chemistry at all. They're gonna then, shoot on each other. Yeah, that's it. And hopefully, hopefully, Vince is hoping they're gonna take each other out. Well, I don't know. I know Vince doesn't really care about Shayna. He doesn't get Shayna, but he seems to, for some reason, continue to want to push Nia Jax. See, the thing about the thing about Shayna Baszler is there's nothing to get. She just goes out there and beats people up. Yeah. What's so like? There's nothing wrong with that. And he's like, but I don't get it. And like, and like, and Trips is like standing there, but he's like. But but she kills people. Remember remember that Shamrock guy? Yeah, just like that. But so what's he doing these days? <laughs> uh, he's probably like, hey, have somebody called him lately? I wonder how he's doing. Well, he's in the Hall of Fame, Vince. We we put him in the Hall of Fame. No, no, not our Hall of Fame. No, thank God. It's uh, coming though. I'm sure they'll, they'll be reaching. Oh yeah, I mean Shamrock can't have much long left. Um, uh, as I said a couple of weeks ago when this whole thing came out that Vince doesn't really buy Shayna Baszler he doesn't get Shayna Baszler but he made Ronda Rousey women's champion for almost a year like very quickly well she had a name pal she sold merchandise pal all this other bullshit it's, just, it's the same thing but he doesn't That's he doesn't see that apples and oranges mm. but in this instance it's a fucking red apple and a green apple and he's like they're only supposed to be red <laughs> and that's it so it's like uh excuse me this is but this is the issue this is why we've seen and i think it's been in two years we've seen uh ratings drop almost completely in half yeah and then i think within that within three years of that it's dropped like four million over the it's just been yeah. like somebody posted something on online that said roman like the, the the peak of Roman's uh, title reign was like three million viewers, and the peak of Drew McIntyre's title reign is a million and a half. I'm like that's terrible either way, truth be told. But it's like it just shows you how far we've gone down. The lack of fans doesn't help, and then at the same time, even without the lack of fans, if there's storylines for us to be invested, we'd still watch. We could give a shit. It, that's where, like, that's where the hardcores are at. At least that's where my stand is at. It's like, uh, okay, well, let's watch it because it's like routine, and then it's like, okay, well, if they're going through the motions, I'm barely gonna really pay attention. And yeah. then you're going back and forth. Every match is the same. Yep. Uh, well, speaking Demi of the fucking same. Go ahead. Oh my god. 
No, 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 no. You, this is your okay. thing. You lead it. I just, you said the same, and I immediately thought of the. I'm not going to say it, but you should already know what I mean. Well, I said the D word. Uh, demographic is a is a big thing right now, thanks to Wednesday nights. Last week's episode of Raw was actually the second lowest 18 to 49 demographic in Raw history. Record breaking lows every single week, and it's and it's been like that for. I legitimately want to say the last two years. Yeah. Like this has been the trend, like for over it's, the last two years. It's been slowly declining the past five years, but the last couple of years, it's just been nose diving. Yeah, something fierce. You and then the, and the reality is there is no stars. Yep. Nobody's a star. We can we can sing our praises. Oh well, this guy, this and this. They're not stars. I'm sorry. It's maybe. I've, oh, fuck. I don't want to say this because it's true, but maybe Randy Orton, only because his name is somewhat recognizable from the Attitude Era. Yeah, I mean, I I can buy Drew McIntyre as a world champion, but he he's got nobody to feud with, and that's Randy Orton's all they've got. That's why they fucking booked it because it's either <laughs> that it's either that or what AJ. But he's your IC champ. I mean, a champ versus champ thing, what the fuck? Why not? I don't hate it. I mean, but at the same time, you're you're absolutely right. There's no fucking challengers. There's nobody. Actually, well, he can't. He They can't do the IC title. That's fucking SmackDown. Yeah. He definitely oh, yeah. can't yeah, yeah, wrestle fucking traded. MVP. The, uh, no. the only other main events are really on Raw is Seth Rollins, and he's already had his shot oh, and no. he's now just poking okay. people's eyes out um stop with the fucking eye thing <clears throat> to be honest the whole rollins dominic segment i think was the best segment of the whole show i mean that doesn't say a lot for the show but i kind of enjoyed this segment um dominic I mean, was a bit the, of a badass okay. he is a badass let's, let's keep that funky i'm 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 digging what they're doing with him but i'd it's again starts good, takes a crap. Hmm. I mean, Dominic also took some serious punishment getting thrown around like he did. Gotta take your bumps, kid. But but he also dished out a lot of punishment too, as we saw the evidence on Seth's back. Oh yeah, those, those kendo sticks are no joke. I uh, don't. I mean, and they they swing them too. Like, yeah, they're not holding back with those things. Oh, just ask Tommy Dreamer. Um, he loves it. What, what I also realized in this segment is Bugenhagen is definitely the star of this crowd, and he's definitely the one that loves the eye for an eye stuff. He's the guy screaming <laughs> eye for an eye every week. <laughs> he's so into this feud. <laughs> I don't know if he's so into it or if he's just openly mocking it without Vince realizing. But obviously, he can't. Vince can't tell who it is because they're all wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Vince doesn't even know any of their names anyway. He could give a shit who they are. But the thing is... is, Vince probably thinks they're actual fans. He probably does. The thing is, is like, if he just, like, saw the energy of the Boog, he'd be like, what the fuck are you? And just... (laughs) All right, go up to the main right now. Yeah. He'd be like, he's like Mojo, but, you know, he's not hype. He's just, you know, crazy. But Boog is an absolute live wire. And I'm so annoyed that we've only seen him once on NXT. And he, he got so over. Viral. 
I was about to say, I was like, he got so over it with one appearance. And it was strictly off the fucking entrance. Yeah, just playing strictly off instruments. the instruments. Not only that, but that, like, metal scream, not giving a shit how, if it was good or bad, just ripping it. Oh, my God. Boog loves life. Hey, we should all be like Boog. <laughs> um, also in this segment, Alistair Black is now the latest victim to, uh, quote, lose an eye. Oh, fuck off um, with this shit. Apparently, he's also under Vince's radar, looking for a gimmick change, or Vince doesn't get Alistair Black. Again, what is there to get? He kicks people's ass. Yeah, he he's a dark, gothic, tattooed badass who kicked people in the face. Hey, there used to be another guy that did that, but he was a lot taller, and instead of kicking people, he'd choke slam people. His name was The Undertaker. Where? Yeah. Is. And... There is some comparisons there There's between Black and Undertaker. And obviously, the entrance is very Undertaker-esque with him sort of rising up from the grave. Or the spoke. I like it. Um, <clears throat> now, we move from a good segment to a, eh, the VIP lounge. I hate seeing those free initials VIP. Um, Lashley looks so happy being reduced to MVP's bodyguard. Well, yeah, you ain't got to do shit. Oh, I, I was like being sarcastic. Out. He looks so miserable. <laughs> I like, think he's like, I think he kind of doesn't mind it, but no, you're probably, he's probably like, what the fuck? Why am I doing this? Well, I mean, he, he's been pushing for this match with Brock Lesnar for years. Uh, he's a former world champion in Impact. Um, ECW won't really count. Um, you know, Bobby Lashley should be a main event star. And he stood there while MVP is carrying a belt that doesn't belong to him. Well, the belt does, the title doesn't. And Shelton Benjamin's carrying the... He paid that motherfucker, I'm sure. (laughs) Shelton Benjamin's carrying the village bike belt. Everybody gets a ride. Did you see this new... I don't know, this is like a fan-made 24-7 title. Did you catch a glimpse of that that thing? Yeah, that cool. That I would gladly carry. Why is it green? And I, I... It's... I've never really liked the uh, the twenty four seven title. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's meant to be like. I think it was meant to be changed so often you don't give a shit what it looks like. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's based on the hardcore title, which obviously looked like shit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but at least like it fucking you know I don't know. That really served a purpose. It was an old world title it, belt that was smashed up because I was that's what say, hardcore I was like my means. fucking nostalgia. <laughs> hey, did you have, do you think? I know it's not true, but I, did you ever think as a kid that it was the same world title that um, I want to say oh, it was the perfect smashed up? Yeah, I, I genuinely thought it was the actual world title smashed up, and that's why they obviously changed it to the, the Attitude Era belt. Yeah, I thought that too, and I was like, wait <laughs> a minute. Who smashed it this time? Because I had a replica of the world title, and I didn't want to smash it up, so I just sort of. Taped these labels over. Because <laughs> I didn't want to smash it up, so I'm just getting. Some I mean, I had, I had another replica of the world title, just to, you know. Um, I don't need my mom to yell at me. But yeah, I'm still not smashing it up. Fuck no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Lashley takes on Ali. Well, actually, we should call him by his first name now that he's got it again, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, and there, everybody's with back with the Mustafas. 
yeah. all over the or, place. Or, as Truth calls it, Mufasa. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Mufasa Ali. <laughs> oh, that's fucking just the best. Truth can do no wrong. I mean, he can, but it's funny. Um, uh, during the match, Cesaro tries to take the 24-7 title on the outside. Um, oh, Truth tried to take the title as well before the match even started. Uh, it looks like they're actually going to give Shelton an actual run with a 24-7 title rather than just changing it every week. That would be wise of them. I mean, if they're going to try to make a stable out of these guys, I mean, it's it's not going to give them any fucking legitimacy, but it's cool to look at, I think. Yeah. Not really. Can, can we just give Shelton and Lashley the tag team titles? Yeah, that would look better than that piece of shit. Also change the tag team titles. <laughs> MVP seemed to be I'm belt upset. maker. Yeah, right. Fucking hey, if this guy's got money up to Wazoo. Look at the size of that fucking thing. He probably put a go out a good 25k into that some bitch. Fucking throw another 25k into some tag titles. Hook a brother up. That would be a VIP lounge I would clamor to watch. Like they they got the tag team titles there, and MVP's like these look like crap. Let's bling them up. Thank you, That'd MVP. We've been waiting ten years for this. You are our savior. Finally. Um, now, of course, the whole confusion from last week was the Raw Women's title. Uh, there ain't no confusion anymore, but Sasha claims that Stephanie is jealous of her because they run all three shows. First of all, you've only been on NXT once. Behave. Um, I, I mean, I did see a rumor a while back that they may be planning Sasha Banks versus Stephanie McMahon, which what the fuck? I don't know anybody who wants to see that. No thanks. I'll give you a dollar not to see it. Probably watch that. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, you know, Sasha. She fucking uh, botches all the time. Maybe she'll botch and like actually break her arm. Ooh. And then you might as well throw Nia in there. If that's what you're trying to get at. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> I'd just like to see somebody break Stephanie's arm. Well, Ronnie. Technically, well, kayfabe did a while back. No, I want to say a legitimate, <laughs> legitimate break. No, I want to like see the break. I want to see the bone come out the skin. Yeah, you know, talking about back over here down North Carolina. Yeah, not, not a fan of Stephanie. Uh, why would I be? <laughs> I remember when I was a fan of Stephanie. It was back in the day when she was like all thick and stuff, and John Cena wanted to smack her on the ass all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, that—that's the kind of Stephanie I can get behind, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, the SmackDown GM days. Ooh. I remember Spanky as well, Brian Kendrick, too, hitting on Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, those were the days. Um, so during the match, well, before the match, Kyrie chases Bailey away. Why, I don't know, because Stephanie made it clear that there was no interference anyway. Um, and we come back from the break, and for some reason, even though Asuka was the second one to enter, they're playing Sasha's music again. Okay. Um, yeah. Production guy's fingers slipped. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. We're back to TV. Oh, Kevin Dunn's blowing a gasket again. Um, the match itself, I think, was all Sasha. She she pretty much had all the off- offense in the match, uh, working heavy on Asuka's leg. Then there was this dumb count-out spot, which I hate in wrestling, where the referee's counting and they're getting, like, seven, eight, nine... And 
Asuka's on the outside. She can't. She's crawling because her leg hurts. And then the referee gets a nine. She suddenly jumps up and sprints into the ring. And then she drops back down because her leg's hurting again. Yeah. I hate um, that spot so much. Like, I don't... Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, as long as you don't overdo it. Yeah, Asuka really overdid it. I mean, she jumped up like there was nothing wrong with her and then sprinted into the ring. Uh, only time I've ever criticized something Asuka did. And, I'll, and I probably won't do it again. Well, um, I mean... The problem is, is she, like she gave, like you were, like you said it a hundred percent correctly. She gave, like, uh, she gave like Sasha everything. She just beat the shit out of Oscar, and it's like, okay, can we fucking get moving here? And then there was, if I'm not okay, I barely watched this thing because the second I seen all kinds of fuckery and Stephanie appeared on my screen, I'm like, I'm washing dishes for crying out loud because I need anything other than this. Did she win via fucking count out? Yeah, because it came up on the screen. Bailey was uh, uh, practically killed Kyrie backstage. Oh, yeah, because that's how we're going to ride her off TV. We, should, we killed you dead in the back. Uh, I mean, Impact wrote off Holly by stabbing her in the throat. But wouldn't she like it? <laughs> well, in, well, I don't even know who the fuck Allie is, but whatever. The bunny. Oh, well, hey, what do you know? Why would you do that? She's gorgeous. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so that whole count-out spot was an omen to the actual finish of the match, which was a count-out. I'm still confused as to whether Asuka was defending the title or whether it was vacated. They still never made it clear. All we know now is that Sasha is a five-time women's champ. Yep, um, the two-woman the, 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 the two power trip. Yeah. A, the re the revisit to Triple H and Stone Cold. I swear to God, they're listening to like uh, they're listening to fucking F four W because they're doing the same. They're on. They're reviewing uh the beginning of the uh ruthless aggression era. Yeah, and they're right at that. They're right at the fucking two man power trip. That that was actually they're like great oh that's a great feud. idea. Let's do it. That that was a great feud. There was there was a night where uh. Stone Cold prank called the officials or something, and they told Undertaker that his, his wife was in a car accident, so he rushes out of the building. Uh, comes back on SmackDown. There was no wreck. He found out it was Stone Cold and just beat the crap out of him. Yep. Good times. Right. <laughs> back in the day, great stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of a pointless match between Murphy and Umberto. Not, not that it wasn't a good match. It was just, you know, where the hell was Umberto earlier on? When Black was getting his eye gouged out. Right? This guy all of a sudden has no friends. It was, it was like they did the theme. segments and then they realized backstage, oh, wait a minute, Umberto is also friends with Rey Mysterio. Let, let's make a match. Oh, yeah, let's take out all of his fucking friends. Everybody to get tonight, lost. Hey, all right. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, main event, as we knew, Drew was going to beat Dolph, no problem, but then he gets an RKO out of nowhere. It's your typical Randy Orton surprise attack finish to kickstart a feud. I'm still just waiting for him to hit a, an RKO and then jump up and do like a jumping splits. <laughs> I'm all excited. Yeah! I don't think Randy has that emotion. He did back in the day. It was, uh, he, he had, I think it was him and, uh, him and Christian. And he just hit a, um, he just hit an RKO out of nowhere, 
on on Mark Henry, and then he's all like, "Oh yeah," just does it. He's just like out of his mind. <laughs> like somebody told him he could drink on the job, and and then that was the end result. Yeah, I remember him, but the one he did with uh, Evan Bourne from the Shooting Star Press, and he reacted Fantastic. just went nuts, like he was almost angry. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, well, are you are you disappointed? <laughs> Did it not go as well? You just hit like, one of the coolest RKO's ever. What are you what are you, what are you mad about? It didn't land hard enough. What the fuck? <laughs> it was perfect as well. Timing was great. I thought I thought everything about it was great. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, that was the end of Raw. Now what about damn. Um... <laughs> I was waiting for him to say that. <laughs> Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Evolution of Pro Wrestling. Woo! I'm Lewis, and this is Jay. Who made a bigger impact? Stone Cold Steve Austin? Or The Rock? Shawn Michaels? Or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? See, this is a, a crazy... Topic. And we got an exciting topic for you tonight. Who's better in which era? CM Punk or Bret Hart? WrestleMania. Holy cow. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the best and most shocking moments in SummerSlam history. Hey guys, this is Brittany Savage, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take to the max. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Impact in three, two, one. On the flip side, uh, Impact kicked it off a little differently with a world title match. As Robert Davis pointed out, the bell rang three minutes into the show. boy. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, I I don't know how how you guys feel about Trey. I mean, obviously the push started during the tournament when Ace Austin attacked him because he was going to be in the final against him. Uh, I mean, do you see Trey as a main eventer? Uh, not really. I mean, from what I've seen of him in the past, I don't, I haven't seen much of his Impact run. I think I've, I'm like what maybe three episodes, four episodes, really into watching Impact. I've liked him because I liked what he did, um, like indie wise. I think he was a part of the Rascals. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, he. It was. It was. A, so that's Ar Fox and, and and Trey Miguel, right? Is Ar Fox still an Impact? Is he an Impact? Uh, he should be. He's still awesome. free of anyway. Them. anyway, he. Um, but regardless, I mean, I think Trey's. I think he's. He's crazy athletic. He's good, but. Yeah, I'm with Trav. I don't, I don't see a main eventer in him. Well, uh, now, I'm talking of, like, right now. It, I think he needs more work. And I think eventually he could, but right now, absolutely not. He's definitely got the passion in his promos. Which, uh, which Crooked Smile would appreciate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ah, yes, the, the good old energy in your promos. Um, 
I mean, we obviously knew Eddie wasn't going to drop the title, so Eddie gets to win. But then uh, Eric Young teases another confrontation. Obviously, we're getting Eddie Edwards versus Eric Young somewhere down the line. Well, I mean, when's the next pay-per-view? It's going to be bound for glory, right? Hell if I know. <laughs> Travis uh, knows more about Impact right now than we do. Last time I watched I'm Impact looking. full-time, they still had 12 pay-per-views. No, they, no, they did go down to four pay-per-views because Hulk Hogan did it. They Too many pay-per-views, brother. To, I think it was Final Resolution, um, Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, and Lockdown were the only pay-per-views the last time I watched Impact full-time. Hmm. What do you know? Also, I didn't even uh, know they had that many shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember when they had 12 pay-per-views. They were great. I, I don't know if I've ever said this. I remember back in the in the day, I was a young, young boy. I was probably about 13 years old. And TNA was, like, barely a thing. Mm-hmm. And they were doing, like, house circuits all around. Uh, like the And they had stopped in, like, uh, I think Palm Springs was one. They did one in Anza, which is, like, uh, up in the hills just outside of Palm Springs. And I went to both of them. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is where all like the old WW, old WCW guys end up, and that's what a lot of people like said for a while. And I was like, oh shit, it's true. And then I went, and that's all I saw was old WCW guys. Jeff Jarrett, I think Macho Man was there doing his weird ass thing, whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah, M- Macho Man's appearance was brief, very brief. Um, I don't even remember actually what he did. I just remember him running into the ring. Anyway. My biggest, the the one guy that always stood out for me that screams WCW is uh, is Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, uh, obviously he made a bigger name for himself in his own company than he ever did in WCW or WWE. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did call himself the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. But then oh, again, okay. so are you milking cows or something, bro? So did Trump? like so did like the hell 40%. is going on out there. Normally we get birds, and now I'm hearing like somebody like milking a fucking cow or something. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about you and your country ass rednecks background. I don't eat. It's It's normally a fucking Disney movie, and all of a sudden I'm hearing some fucking. Either somebody's going through a meat grinder right now, or there's a cow being milked. That's all I do. The only. You heard me say, okay, bud. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) The birds aren't even chirping right now. You might be able to hear one. <laughs> the birds probably watched Raw. I'm yeah, hell, probably... for all we know, we're probably getting hacked by Alexander again. Ah, oh, not again. He's just throwing shit into the microphone. and Oh, he's just like tapping into the headphones now. So, first impressions on Wrestle House. Me, personally, I, not... I kind of enjoyed it. It, it took me a minute to get into it. I mean, it, it's wacky. It's it's out there, but it's supposed to be. Uh, you, you're not supposed to take this kind of stuff seriously. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, first of, there was actually some great jokes in there as well. First of all, Satya tries to leave the house and runs into an abyss cameo, which, in like a two second period, I went from thinking, wait, is that, is that really abyss? Wait, no, he can't be. He's still working for WWE. Oh, okay. It's a it's an old graphic that they've superimposed. That's cool. And then they cracked a joke about it. 
Yeah. Um, but Tommy Dreamer's joke cracked me up. Uh, so the, the house turns out to belong to Tommy Dreamer. Uh, he says, it's an investment house. I have to do something with those ECW checks before they bounced. <laughs> Great line. Uh, poor Bravo couldn't choose between the bedrooms because Rosemary's in one, Ty's in the other. I mean, I know which one he wants to go into. Um, the, the sleeping arrangements were the pre the prelude to the actual point of Russell House, which is crazy matches. Uh, <laughs> crazy Steve and uh, AC Romero both want to sleep in the ring. So they have to have a match to decide who gets to sleep in the ring. <clears throat> um, Why in the fuck do they want to sleep in the ring? Because there's no rooms left. To, but Crazy Steve had a good point. It's ring. like an eight. That's what Crazy Steve said. It's like an eighteen by eighteen ring. Can't we share it? You know, no. you you sleep in one corner, I'll sleep in the other. No. Um, all yeah, I know is up on the turnbuckle. <laughs> like, like, see, we can share. <laughs> uh, all I I know is. All I know is I uh, I want to start a petition for Kylie Ray to referee all matches. Oh fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> Trav ain't having it. Okay. What about Alicia Edwards? Still, she she uh, made a pretty uh, good looking I'm, ref too. Uh, I'm still bitter when it comes to her. Oh, for leaving AEW well, retiring and then going to Impact, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we still never found out why either. Um. But I digress. Uh, obviously, AC Romero gets to win, so he gets to sleep in the ring. Um, and I thought that was it. We move away from Russell House, but more came later later on. But before we get there, uh, Falabar and TJP enforce some social distancing on Rohit Raju. I, I got his name right this week. Um, All right. Rohit tried to convince TJP to go after the X-Vision title just so that he can snitch on him to Chris Bay. You snitch, you. <laughs> um, Rohit Raju is literally Randall from Recess. Oh my god, yeah, that's a throwback that for people. <laughs> that's like Saturday morning you know cartoons. What? Yeah, I've actually been binging it on Disney Plus. Oh god, I'm gonna have to now. <laughs> but the only thing is, it's all mixed up. Like they've literally jumbled what? all the episodes up. Oh, you fuckers! God damn you, Netflix. Oh well, Disney Plus, or whatever. Who nah, gives a shit? one of them will own the other soon. <laughs> eventually, I was like, "Fucking the big ear company will own everybody eventually." Yeah. Um, this week's flashback was the Motor City Machine Guns defeating Beer Money for the TNA tag team titles. I want to say 2010. I was like, yeah, that was like ten year ago. Challenge bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, it was actually a pretty good flashback because I completely forgot that it included a double pin with both Hebners, uh, Brian and Earl. They counted ex- exactly the same time, so both teams got a, technically got a win at the same time. Then they were arguing. Then Earl, as the senior referee, decides to restart the match, and it ends pretty quickly with Modest and the Machine Guns winning their first TNA title, uh, tag team titles. Obviously, because they've just won the Impact World titles last week. I actually remember that match. I really I, loved it. I kind of remember nice it. To, it. It was nice to, 
you know, relive that and see it again, you know. Yeah, I mean, I remember the guns defeating Beer Money, but I forgot about the finish. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it because, like, it's just something you don't see anymore. Usually it's just, like, a random ref. They actually gave a purpose to a senior referee, you know? It's just, like, a forgetting art form almost. And it was also a father and son moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, next promo, fantastic again from EC3. He he basically wants to destroy his past, um, and create a whole new character. Basically, I mean he already has you know change your narrative. Um, <clears throat> but he wants to be forgotten as a former world champion because WWE pretty much forgot it or didn't know. Um, they didn't care. They, EC3 said he, Vince probably doesn't even know anything about me. I think he said in an interview that he was like, he sat down with Vince and Vince is like, hey, bud, you look familiar. And he's all, do you remember Daniel Bateman? And he's like, who? Never mind. <laughs> or Derek Bateman or whatever. And he was just yeah. like, no, okay. Of course not. But Vince doesn't remember what he did yesterday. He remembers how many steaks he ate in a day. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Steaks and weights, baby. Um, I, I, I do like the idea of EC3 completely starting from scratch because he came out of Impact with all this momentum. WWE killed every single ounce of it, so hit the reset button. It'll work out awesome for him. Watch. Yeah, and obviously... Uh, it was a nice segue into an interview with Moose because EC3 attacked Moose last week. Um, Moose's interview was interrupted by Heath, who currently has no last name because he's not allowed to use it anymore. Um, I, lo- I love how everybody is tricking Moose into admitting that the TNA World title isn't an official title. So Heath says, obviously Heath doesn't have a contract of impact, so he says, um, the TNA Championship Committee... Gave him a contract to compete for the world title. And Moose obviously slips up. There is no TNA World Championship Committee. He, he, they also took another shot at ECW. With um, Scott DeMore saying this contract is as legitimate as a Heyman payment. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody taking shots at ECW this week. Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, Demore pretty much said, uh, "Does he have to beat Moose next week, or is it just if he's impressed?" Yeah, he he has to beat him. Oh, so he's not getting the contract next week then? Nope. <clears throat> Unless, of course, EC3 interferes. That'd be yeah, cool. That'll, pro- that'll probably happen. He'll get like a DQ win or something like that. Yeah. That way, Moose gets to keep his fake championship, and he and Heath gets a contract. EC3 is also technically a free agent, which is cool. annoying, mostly because they haven't released a T-shirt yet, and I really want a new EC3 T-shirt. Just simple, the new logo and change, choose, change a narrative, whatever. That's all I want. Just give me the shirt. Hell, hell, I'll I'll make it myself if I have to. Just give me the shirt. <laughs> Plus, it'll also be cheaper. <laughs> Just give me the fucking logo. 
Um, where do we get? Oh, then we. Oh no, not yet. We nearly went back to Russell House then. But first of all, uh, Diana defeats Kimberly, which was pretty obvious. Uh, Jordan Grace fakes uh, a broken arm or some kind of arm injury in a sling before immediately ripping it off as soon as she gets in the ring and just just juggernaut in Diana. Yeah, just bull rushing her out of the ring and then actually tossing the championship at her. Um, obviously, we're getting a rematch somewhere down the line. So then we go back to Russell House, and this time it's match time between Cody Dino and Cousin Jake. The winner gets the bedroom because they, they're both convinced that they woke each other up snoring, but neither one is willing to admit who was snoring. Um, I ne uh, Alicia also said something I've never heard a referee ask somebody before. Did you Can snore? Did you uh, snore? Did you snore? <laughs> <laughs> but before that, they were, um, <laughs> he was like, ask him, ask him. And Alicia said, are you choking him? He said, no, it's a chin lock. Lying. <laughs> um, poor positioning from Alicia, though. You could, you could tell she's not a real referee because she went to count at the feet rather than the shoulders. Mm. Rookie mistake. Rookie referee mistake. Uh, Jake gets the room knowing Cody. Actually, Cody ended up at the real winner in my book because he found a tour bus to sleep on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, screw the bedroom. I got a bus. Now, I think I'm starting to like Sammy Callahan. How can you not? I mean, I never liked him because he was like. And I'm I'm just saying after this week, how can you? Oh know yeah, I yeah, yeah, definitely after this week. I appreciate you. Um, before <laughs> he was just like a awful slobbering mess. Um, yeah. But he's kind of become the anti-hero in Impact now, and he was definitely a hero this week by ruining. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Katie Forbes's photo reveal by superimposing his head on her body. <laughs> the, the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now you're telling me. <laughs> um, uh, I think every Impact fan has the same opinion of this, but we can't really say anything because our colleague, Mike Larkin, is very much associated with LFC. Um, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, Rich Swan was interviewed, obviously. he It, it was seven months that he was injured for um, before he came back at Slammiversary and then gets put back on the shelf by EY can't catch a break <laughs> uh, main event was of course the Good Brothers Impact match debut uh, defeating Reno Scum with Ace Austin paying very close attention on top of the stage and I, I don't know if it's just for Fulton but they've kind of got this sort of signature thing now of the camera just zooming right in on Fulton as he rises up on the apron Well, they've done it at least twice, anyway. You're trying to do, like, that monster spot that Keith Lee does, or what? Yeah, it's 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 kind of like the Ascension's old entrance. Oh. Where they would just never rise into the camera. Well, WWE happened to him. Ah, that's right. 
Um, so yeah, Impact ends on a brawl. Um, not a bad debut for the Good Brothers. Uh, Luke Gallows looks a lot more comfortable just letting loose. Um, Carl Anderson's always kind of been laid back. Like nothing bothers him. It looks like nothing bothers him. That's for sure. Yeah. And if it does, he'll smash it with a bat. That crazy fucker. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into the Wednesday Night War, it's time for semi-final number two. You'll notice we're rushing through a little bit this week. That's because we've got two King of the Mike matches to get through. Um, we talked about Ronald's debut two weeks ago, but what about Crooked Smile last week? Cutting a wrestler promo, man. Cutting a wrestling promo. Telling people to bring energy. Yeah. And then I did some research, and uh, somebody else needs to bring some energy. All right. I would, I would have loved to go up against him just to see what he had to say. Because I'd be damned if he tries to say, I don't have fucking passion. <laughs> well, one thing you can definitely say about Crooked Smile that we've seen... Well, actually... Te- technically, if you, when you see this promo, we haven't actually seen Crooked Smile yet. We've just seen Sean Hawley. So, oh, that's right. Uh, this week, he's up against El Jefe in the semifinals. So let's see who has the most passion. It's Crooked Smile versus El Jefe. <laughs> So here we are, round two of the promo battles, King of the Mike tournament. And yet again, I'm going against somebody who wants to mark out for people. Why? I should already be in the finals. I should already be facing the demoness. Moses Marquette, I watched your first promo and to be honest, that's all I could watch because I couldn't stand the same thing that Phoenix did. It was pretty much the same thing that you did in yours. You showed no passion. You showed no empathy. Yeah, you talked a little bit of a big game, but you didn't even know who your opponent was, so you had nothing to go with. See, and this is the problem with you guys in this promo battle. None of you guys have any passion. So it's like a disrespect. It's a slap in the face to me. So you wanted to call yourself a Ric Flair. You wanted to impersonate Randy Savage? Come on, man. And then you want to call somebody out because of a Walking Dead reference? The Walking Dead has been dead for three to four years. It hasn't been good since season two, if that. So Moses Marquette, I really have nothing to say to you because you're the same punk bitch as Phoenix. Why should I waste my time, my energy, on somebody who shouldn't even be in the second round of this promo battle see Larkin hits me up and tells me to cut these promos and he does says do your research go ahead crooked do your research but why should I let out my alter ego crooked smile 
when I can handle this all on my own. Crooked smile doesn't need to be used on a phoenix. Crooked smile shouldn't need to be coming out on a Moses Marquette. None of you guys deserve crooked smile. You guys don't even deserve me, to be honest, because I'm ripping you guys new ones on this whole entire promo. But that's all right. Maybe if I make it to the third round, which if I don't make it to the third round, I'm disrespected by. So be it. To be honest, this promo battle doesn't even deserve to have me in it. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm done. If I make it to the third round, great. If I don't, that's fine too. Because then I can just save myself and I can actually cut a promo on somebody who deserve it as the demoness. And if that's what I have to do and I have to call the demoness out every single round to get to her, then so be it. <laughs> Consider yourself finished. following announcement has been paid for by Smart Mark Radio. Crooked smile. How the hell are you? I'm Travis the Walker Anderson. I'm sure you're probably expecting the other guy. You know, Moses. But I had to interrupt his promo because this is King of the Mic. You're a wrestler. And I, I know this guy that used to be a wrestler like you. So, have you ever seen Breaking Bad? I personally haven't, but I know the saying. Better call Sal. It's ringing. Sorry. Hold on a second. Voicemail. Good job by you guys today. Remember, apply pressure to your cutted snap or the crap in the pants. And you work it up for tomorrow. See? Come on. I'll take you home. You have one hmm. new message. New message, eh? See what this fancy Bluetooth stuff has to do, eh? Hey, Sal, uh, it's Walker. I know you don't know me, what the fuck is a but I know your client. Y your client probably, he he's not going to want to talk to me personally, so I have to call you. Uh, he's still fucking pissed because I beat him last year in promo series. But anyways, that's not why I'm calling. So there's this uh, wrestling guy, crooked something. Um, he's uh, saying that he's going to whoop Moses' ass, and we need to pull out of the big guns. So you need to tell Crippler it's time to put in work. Alright, Big C. Do me a favor. When you go upstairs, make sure to take your lunchbox. I left something in there for something. Uh, you might need it for this thing you got coming up.
think I know what to do with this. Of all the tournaments to compete in, this was the last on my list. But that's the hand I'm dealt. So, Crooked Smile? What the fuck kind of name is that? All names aside, I'm here for one reason. To shut you up. You come in here cocky as all hell, telling people to bring energy into their promos? Where's the energy in your matches? You call yourself a wrestler, yet you're the furthest thing from the definition. It's like you saw Kevin Owens one day and said, yeah, I could do it too. Real wrestling isn't about high spots or flipping around. It's about dominating your opponent on the mat, turning their face into soup, bending and twisting their ligaments, you know, showing them who's Hefe. So, Sean, if, if I can call you that, welcome to the big time. Consider this your WrestleMania. But understand, you're in my world. And in my world, this fairy tale story only has one ending. Me, the real wrestler, walking past you on my way to taking that crown as King of the Mic. Thanks for coming out. Gracias por venir. Thanks for coming out. This is AJ Kirsch, one half of the MLW commentary team, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Max. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we're about to take it to the Max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. And once again, the winner will be announced on Sunday. Um, we prepare for the final next week. Right here on the Max Wrestling Podcast. But don't miss Post to Post on Tuesday. As this regular team sits down with not only uh, one of the promo orders head judges, Mike Larkin. But also the current promo champion, the Demoness. To discuss the King of the Mike final. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I just realized that I'm going to have to talk to the Demoness. Yeah, you two got some unfinished business. Hell yeah, we do. (laughs) Um, All right, so 
Uh, this week's Wednesday Night War, obviously, every time we record this show, we don't know who's actually won the Wednesday Night War yet, because it comes out a little bit later on. Not that it matters to me, because I watch both shows. Well, we, we all do. Um, <clears throat> just not at I, the same time. I no, I just, this, I'm the only one who watches them at the same time. As far as well, ratings goes, we won't know till tomorrow, but I, um, I've watched both, and I'm not, and, and truth be told, I'm going to say it, NXT edged it out, but that's on first viewing. I, I still have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I would have swung towards AEW for this one. Um, they definitely had the better start on Dynamite. NXT kicked it off with the women's tag team match. Io Shirai and Knox versus Candice and Dakota Kai. Meanwhile, on Dynamite, they kick off with an absolutely batshit crazy eight-man tag as Jurassic, Jurassic Express get the win over Inner Circle with a little assist from Matt Hardy, clearly targeting Sammy Guevara. Great match. Uh, odd, kind of crappy ending. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it, it's... Today I have unfinished business. I didn't even know Matt had a problem with Sammy. Right it, before it, Sammy got suspended, they were about to do a feud with each other. It, okay. it was. It's been before that. It's I'm, been since yeah, they were he building a thing for a while. To, like ever since he came to AEW, he was like instantly feuding with Sammy. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, take him out a couple times with the golf cart. Um, he at one point like. He, I want to say uh, he challenged him to a match at the Hardy Compound that I'm still waiting for. <laughs> and it happen, bro. COVID. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't stop nobody else in North Carolina. Why should it stop Hardy? Yeah, well, the North, <laughs> the North went to the Dina Compound. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, the they during Corona season. season. Yeah, I mean, it was only a few uh, weeks ago. Okay, I'll shut the hell up then. (laughs) Yeah, Matt Hardy and Sammy, they've been feuding since day one, since Matt came. Yeah, I mean, obviously they've met in these big brawls that they've had between Inner Circle and the Elite, but I didn't know Matt had a personal issue with Sammy. Yeah. Um, Matt seems to have completely dropped every gimmick now and is also starting from scratch, which I don't really get because... They still haven't really done anything with a broken gimmick. And they had the perfect opportunity to do it because COVID. Yep. Broken Matt was made on home promos. Yeah, I I don't know, baby. This is a full-blown Matt thing. He wants to do the whole reinvention all over again like he did when he hit uh, TNA the first time. I, I don't know. I don't feels know. weird. It, it it could work. I mean, I remember when the broken gimmick first started, everybody hated it. And then it quickly became a cult kind of thing. Well, yeah, I because think... it was like, this guy's being weird as shit, and we're used to the, you know, Mad Hardy of old, and yeah, we grew to love it. So, right before uh, Sammy got um, suspended, Matt challenged him to another match where Sammy got to choose the gimmick that he wanted to face. So I don't know if we're going to get that still or what's going to happen or if he's just going to be him or there ain't no telling with Matt. They haven't really done nothing with Matt Hardy since Sammy yeah. got suspended. 
yeah, apparently he's a little bit frustrated uh, with AEW. Um, Mox cut a great promo on Cage and Ricky Starks, which will which uh, led to the main event a little bit later on. Um, I'm loving these backstage promos from Mox. He's making that belt look good. Hell yeah, he's just, he is. He's just awesome. It's it's great what they can do when you let them be themselves. What a fucking concept. <laughs> Don't need no gas mask or stupid whatever gimmick he was doing towards the end of his WWE run. This sounds like new age uh, way of booking, and we must tell the elders. And the elders are going to smack us and say, that's how he used to do it, you son of a bitch. You can't forget the poop scoop. Oh, the poop. Oh. Oh, the poop. <laughs> Such good shit. <laughs> I'm actually wearing that t-shirt right now. <laughs> um, the debut that a lot of people were anticipating was, of course, Warhorse, as he challenged Cody for the TNT title. This poor bastard. Uh, Good try, kid. Yeah. But uh, if, if I'm if I'm signing contracts, uh, thanks for coming at. You know, I think I'm, he's the internet wrestling champion or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm well, glad the I'm not the only one. Internet wrestling will sucks then because I don't fucking know what. All I know is, is while watching the live stream, I wrote this exact quote. Uh, Don't do Lucha if you can't do Lucha right. And he fucked up like an easy Lucha spot where they were just trying to trade near falls. And I'm like, that's like, a, I can do that one with my three-year-old right now. Yeah. Like dead ass. Uh, I'm glad I'm I'm not the only one that was a little underwhelmed. Maybe, obviously I'm not that familiar with Warhorse, but maybe it's because he came in with too much hype. He, he, yeah. he weighs in at 4,000 pounds of rage or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, I was instantly, like, pass on the guy, like, when he comes out. And for, like, a solid 30 seconds, he's just headbanging to nothing. Yeah. Oh, he was ripping it, though. He was like, I mean, it doesn't help you know he's going to lose because Cody ain't dropping that title yet. No. Well, no, now that he's teasing new fucking plates and shit on it. Yeah, we, we uh, will officially get the finished TNT title in two weeks. I like uh, I would have rather the idea that he kept it plain looking until he lost it. Maybe that's when he does lose Y'all, it. Hey, maybe. You guys, you guys will probably disagree with me, but I ended up tweeting Cody, a, uh, I want to say yesterday, and... Asked him if we can get uh, part three of Cody versus um, Stephen Amell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm done. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe they're planning something big for August 12th because Jericho also announced he's having his rematch with Orange Cassidy on, on August 12th as well. Yeah, there's a lot happening in two weeks. I'm not sure why. Is it the takeover? No nah. takeover or the week of takeover? No, takeover is SummerSlam week, so that'll be the week after. Three week? Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know then. Odd. Mm-hmm. Somebody's birthday? Oh. Mm, I'm do you know what that's... we need we need Mike to uh to research this. 
Damn you, Mac. <laughs> um, but there was another debut after the match, of course. Dark Order tries to jump Cody from behind. Warhorse shoves him aside and enter Zack Ryder slash Matt Cordona, uh, who saves Ann Anderson. And he's like, I got kind of excited, sort of, maybe, when I uh, see him. You know, you know uh, Mike, he was jumping up and down like a little kid on Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's all about that Long Island IZ. Yeah. Definitely. This guy's already got a shirt. Matt Cardona, yeah, that's I, Strong I, Island. Jeez. Yeah, uh, well, we... I just a little bit ago while y'all were talking WWE, I was scrolling Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, we also saw another teaser for Kurt Hawkins. I can't remember his real name. Brian Adams? Brian, oh, Brian Murphy uh, on Impact, Impact, yeah. Brian Myers. Brian Myers. Why did I say Brian Murphy? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was about to say like, Brian Murphy. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, that's what he went that's as the last time he was in Impact. Um, speaking of Jericho, that, of course, was when the Inner Circle came back out to talk to Tony. Um, hey, Sammy, what's son of a bitch in Spanish? Son of el bitch. I died. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm guessing not very accurate. <laughs> no. <laughs> but hey. Oh, that's what I love about Sammy. Um, so that's when Jericho announced the rematch with Cassidy on August 12th but next week we're having a debate he's like I challenge you to a debate and I'm like what in the fuck he's a wrestling I've got to see how Orange Cassidy is going to debate because as far as I know he's never spoken he's had a couple lines here and there (laughs) especially like when during the ladder match like, I remember the pay-per-view of the ladder match. He's in the back with the guys. So, like, so how am I yeah. supposed to win this thing? And they're like, you got to stand on it. He's like, so stand on it like this? And they're like, no. Nope. Uh, damn it. And just get all <laughs> mad with him. And then he goes over to Excalibur. Hey, how do I fucking do this thing? Yeah. Tony explained this to you, like, 20 times. Um, meanwhile, backstage, FTR finally signed their contract. I don't know if anybody noticed there was a little oh, Twitter exchange. I fucking love this. Um, oh, what was it? There was, they t- they said something the whole, on Twitter. I have the whole thing fucking written down. Give me okay. one sec. I, I, was, take it. I got my whole reviews thing uh, <laughs> started, and I had to fucking do this thing. Okay, where the hell did I do Okay, so... So they go to the back, right? FTR sitting there. They got their contracts. They're looking it over. And they're like, you know what? This is great. We need an advisor. We have an advisor, and our advisor's going to step in. It's fucking Arn Anderson. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Hold on. Wait a minute. What? And he comes in. Oh, yeah. What's going on? He sits down. Greatest tag team in the world, right? Right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so, like, lost and baffled. And he wants to make sure that they got their signing bonuses. The dash is all, yeah, up front. The whole whatever. And so he's like, but, you know, Tony promised us one thing. You know, it, it was supposed to be this guarantee that there's a, a tag team appreciation night. And that is supposed to also be in two weeks. So Tony's like, yeah, 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 for sure. You guys get that. No big deal. So they sign the contracts. All of a sudden, in comes Hangman with this fucking bottle of Jack. Pours whiskey for everybody. Uh, Tony's like sitting there like, well, what the fuck's mine, man? He's just dying for a glass. <laughs> And then they all cheers to fucking mid-Atlantic. 
And I love, I love fucking Cash. He's like, oh god, this is the cheap stuff. And and uh, Hangman's like, what? You don't like whiskey? And he's just fucking just chugging this. He filled that yeah. cup the fuck up. Hangman's got half a pint of whiskey. Jesus, bro, <laughs> my man. Um, but yeah, I envy. I, this kind, of, this was kind of teased on Twitter as well when FTR were complaining that they're not in the top five rankings, and Tony said, "Well, as I've explained to your attorneys." You can't be in the rankings until you sign your contracts. And, and that was the number one thing. We can't be world champ. We can't be tag champs if we don't have contracts. Yeah. Um, also, I've got a reason at the end of this thing for why the rankings are bullshit. But uh, we're, you know, we're, we're passing over we NXT a little bit too. Um, they they very briefly mentioned the they obviously worked Adam Cole flip out, and when I say briefly mentioned. Um, they said, okay, we're going to address the situation with Adam Cole now. And literally all they did was show a recap of it and then went to break. So they didn't yeah, address it. That that <laughs> kind of made me mad because I've been like all over this fucking thing because I, a lot, every, almost everybody that has listened to me knows I watch Pat every day. Like every day he has, he does two shows. They start at seven, and another one starts at nine. I legit watch a both. He's a sports guy. I like sports. So, he, but he also talks a lot of wrestling too. But at the same time, this whole thing, even for me, felt real as fuck because, you know, McAfee's in there and he's taking jabs at the dude, and you know he says he's not doing it. But then the thing that makes the the whole thing worse is the boys are making it worse. Because every time he, you know, McAfee takes a jab, they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And you as a guy, as you know, I'm sure you've if you've been in that situation, you're like, okay, everybody in this fucking room is about to get punched in the mouth. I don't give a shit if I get knocked out afterwards. Everybody's going to get a heater. And it just keeps going and going. And then this dude legit flips a switch. He broke a mic. Bullshit. The fucking mic works fine. Broke some headsets. That's actually true. And then he storms out. But it's like, it legitimately took sports fans, like, I have a, a plethora of sports. This is this is real. No, dude, you know what? I was like, bro, this is a fucking, this is a work shoot. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Nothing. It's real. It's real. It's as real as it's going to get, bro. They're going to fucking wrestle a dime. No. But, I mean, I, I, I like it. I like what they're doing with it. Uh, but... I mean, I, I was expecting Pat to be on the show, not just show me a dumbass recap. Yeah, that that's not addressing the situation at all. Um, no. Two things told me it was a work. First of all, Pat McAfee is not a very good actor. <laughs> no, he's really not. I love the guy to death, but he can't act to save his life. And second of all, I just thought if, if Adam Cole really flipped out, two things would have happened. Either he wouldn't have gotten physical or he would have gotten more physical than he actually did that's what i'm thinking i was like you really all you're gonna do is you're gonna push a guy you're gonna get right up in the face of the dude that's been talking shit and then you're just gonna push the guy that's like trying to de-escalate the situation like no that's not gonna happen which is fine it's fine you know yeah i mean professionalism talking my whole thing is, is like, is what is this going to turn into? Is Pat going to be uh, a valet? Is he going to be a manager? Uh, is he going to get in the ring? 
As far as I know, the guy's getting married this weekend. I don't think he's going to do any of that anytime soon. But well, maybe afterwards. But maybe Adam Cole crashes the wedding. That would be cool. That, that's wrestling as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. That <laughs> would be cool. Um, but it also kind of lit a fire in the undisputed era. Um, and Kyle's I'm... back. Oh, oh man, I love Kyle. Kyle showed some passion. Oh my god! Um, Fuck. Mainly because he... Strong got his ass kicked. Oh wow! I mean, hey, what a fucking match, right? These guys tore it down. Yeah. But then something Johnny flipped that switch in the end, though, and just took him to the wood chipper. Yeah. Threw him into the thing, hit the DDT. No. But no, Kyle comes in. What the fuck is his hair, though? I, I love Kyle <laughs> to death, but he's got like a little patch at the top, like right in the front and like a little fucking like patch right in the back and i'm like uh, uh i guess it's hip wasn't like, you just like were you not just giving dazzy shit a little bit ago for commenting on somebody's hair <laughs> first off that's <laughs> totally different whether a guy's hair is wet or dry as as opposed to somebody that the last time we saw him was wearing glasses with this gigantic beard and now he comes in beard not as gigantic and just looks like he has the ultimate quarantine haircut. Where like they were just going and going and going and then all of a sudden they left two tips and they're like, Oh shit, let me turn the razor back on and it just died. <laughs> they're Hell, like, ah, shit. Ah, fuck it, I like it. I can't say nothing. I had to that little part that I recorded for your promo, I had to fucking like it took me about 10 minutes to even start it because I was getting pissed off at my hair. Because I, I, I turned 28 here in, like, a couple of weeks. And the, I got, like, the biggest damn patch of gray on the side of my fucking head. And it was just pissing me oh. off. <laughs> it's called being distinguished. It's having called being... It's having it's some wisdoms. It's called being married and having a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. Facts well, of life right there, bub. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of new hair, Rhea Ripley's gone very, very blonde. I really thought you were going to bring up Frank Kazarian, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking uh, at that. But yeah, no. Why did she go blonde? She looks weird. It looks weird. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I. She's still the same style. It's just a lot brighter. Um, but anyway, she uh, confronts. Yeah, fucking hey, right? It's a lot brighter. <laughs> Maybe it's to blind her opponents. Hey, whatever works. Uh, well, she confronts Dakota Kai backstage, and pretty much, Dakota kind of alluded to the fact that she's no longer aligned with Raquel Diaz. She said she's going it alone now. Um, yeah, she's not a team player. Yeah, and and Rhea's pretty much got, still got her eyes on the women's championship. Because she can't do shit else, I guess. Well, she's done screwing around with Robert Stone and Aaliyah. You should never be done screwing around with Robert Stone. No. And Unfortunately, though, he was wearing a regular-sized boot this week, and I was very, very <laughs> upset. For me, uh, Charlotte still owes Rhea one. Yeah. I'm with that. Uh, and then, unfortunately, Travis 
speaking of Robert Stone, his new client, Mercedes Martinez, messes up chassis yeah. very decisively. She got a, she it was she gave a shot to you a lot though in the beginning. And then came back and killed her. Uh, Robert Stone's finally got a winner. Hey, it's about time. <laughs> um do you know what? This is probably gonna be August twelfth as well. Britt Baker kinda of laid out a challenge for Big Swole. Um that she's gonna if she wants to face Britt Baker when she's healthy. First of all, she has to defeat an opponent of Britt Baker's choosing. Who that's going to be, we got no idea. Maybe Reba. Rebel. And, and no. <laughs> Don't do that. To, no. Yeah, well, leave Rebel, Rebel alone. Really turn her no. chair around. It's going to be completely damn random. What? It'll it's probably awesome be like Kong. Nelly Fool. Awesome Kong comes out. Because we haven't seen her for ages. I've been told Glow is done. It's getting ready to drop on Netflix here soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed they've still been able to film it. As am I. Hmm. Um, but... And then more women's action. Uh, Hikaru Shida gets actually a pretty quick... Well, it wasn't that quick, but... Again, a decisive win over Diamante. That was a, still a great match, so... Yeah. I don't know about great. Yeah, Diamante looked great. They they did a, they did a good job of building her up before the match with the little video package. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but things got worse for the women as we go backstage for the draw of Nyla Rose's partner in the tag team tournament. Oh God! And <laughs> talk about a flash from the past. Her partner. As fast as I did, disgust me. Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't recognize her until she said, girl, bye. And instantly, everything just came flooding back. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Like, y'all y'all spoiled it for me in the chat. And we, I was we like. We saved you from it. <laughs> yeah, well, boy. I know. We but you. still, like, even when. And it was my even Don't yell at us. Home, like, even when I got home and watched it. I was like, who the fuck is that? I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, damn it. No, everybody, everybody watching where Hill was like, is, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, that's Cameron. Who the fuck is the Cameron? I was like, that's the broad from the Functodactyls. What the hell is a Functodactyl? I'm like, I'm like, thank God you blocked all this out. You guys are smarter than me. But no, then the thing that makes it worse is my wife watches Total Divas and, you know, Bellas and all that shit and, and this broad was on like the first three seasons yeah so it's like i already i, I recognized the, the hell out of her Ugh. god crap you're here why the hell are you here everybody's reaction was exactly the same as nyla rose that, like, that, oh, that face crap. Said it all. i who in AEW decided to hire her uh somebody was drunk i mean the, I, the, whoever <laughs> whoever whoever hung out with hangman laughed that too you know we, we shouldn't <laughs> say that Somebody is unemployable, but God, she's unteachable, man. Yeah, she's just bad. I thought it was funny. Like I said in the chat, I was like, I thought she was done wrestling, and you were like, "Hey, when, when did she ever start?" <laughs> I mean, she went down to NXT, and I think had like two matches on TV at the most, yeah. and was like, "Well, Paige, you know, like uh, Paige did a training session that." Cameron was in, and Cameron was that bad. Paige just lost it. 
man, if, if Paige can't teach you, I don't know what to tell you. I finally saw that fucking um, uh, Wrestling With My Family or whatever the hell movie. Oh, yeah. Fighting with my That's a good-ass movie. It's good. It's a good movie. I liked it. I think even my wrestling wife was like, is any. My wife was like, is any of this historically accurate? I was like, uh, from what I've been told, no. No, it's not really historically accurate, but there's bits and pieces that they throw in there that are kind of accurate. Well, it kind of gets the point across. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just yeah, the timeline's I'll, all messed up. That's what I do. Well, she's like, well, wasn't her mom like a huge star? I was like, that's what I thought. I um, thought her mom was like all like all about British wrestling, but I was like, whatever. I mean, she is kind of big on the UK indie scene. Well, I yeah, or was, um, was yeah. Uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, with uh, Cameron, I mentioned it to Mike, and I completely I remember it, but I don't remember what happened when Mike said that Cameron also nearly killed Liv Morgan at one time in a, in like a battle. Huh? I can't, I can't remember what happened. I'm, I'm sure it was something to do with a head injury. Or maybe a neck injury. Lord. Or she came very close to injuring her neck or something like that. Um, but then, of course, the most infamous part for me was trying to pin Naomi face down and then flipping out at the referee for not counting. <laughs> how, how can you become a wrestler and not know how to pin somebody? <laughs> <laughs> well, that they're... happened on, like, uh, SmackDown, wasn't it? Well, her shoulders were flat. Yeah, in front of her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, just, just, ugh. Me, ho I'm really hoping that it's just like a one-time thing. She's going to take the pin, and then Nyla's going to beat her up, and then that's it. That'd be cool. Or she's going to end up carrying her all the way to the end of the tournament, and then they'll lose like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know who the hell made that decision. I mean, I, I thought Cody was... Well, Cody, Cody's maybe too nice for his own good, and I don't think Tony Khan would have done it because he's Brandy. actually a wrestling fan. Yeah, Brandy. Oh, That's my what God. I like, said, the like, second I started doing like, a process of elimination, I was like, it's fucking Brandy signed her. I literally said Brandy like 10 minutes ago, and you, you just completely ignore me. Were we talking <laughs> over each other? <laughs> we have Probably. <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine how that conversation went down. Brandy walks into the room. Hey, Cody, look where I've signed. Cody just walks out. He's like, what in the fuck are you doing? We're trying to build a wrestling company. Well, I want to have her on a shot with Brandy. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> Probably what happened was uh, uh, Tony asked to take some papers to another office and he saw a bottle of alcohol. Oh, sat him down and then just walked away. And then she just pops up like, oh, there's a contract here. Unsigned. I'm going to sign it. And she signs. <laughs> oh, yeah, leaving leave an unsigned AEW contract and she, she lures Tony Khan away with white claws. Yep. Yeah. Get in here, <laughs> Awful. Um, moving on. Um, next week we're going to get a date, well, call-up, kind of, from NXT UK of Ridge Holland. I was wondering who the fuck is this guy? Uh, well, before anybody asks, no, I don't recognize him from uh, rugby. Um, 
I, I mean, I don't really follow rugby anyway, but he didn't play internationally or anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not that familiar with NXT UK, uh, which is a shocker. Hey, okay, hold on, wait. This guy's a rugby player? He used to be, yeah. He was a rugby player. Was he any player. good? No idea. What the fuck? But he, even if I did okay, follow rugby, I still probably wouldn't know who he was because he played in, like, minor leagues. Oh, well, then get the fuck off my screen. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Unless you played big-time hombre, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It was, it was like the Bellator of rugby. <clears throat> Utter disgust um, has hit my face. But, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't really seen him in NXT UK either, so I'm going into it completely not knowing what to expect. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be a squash match, whoever he's against next week. Maybe Cameron Grimes. Everybody seems to beat up Cameron Grimes, including Keith Lee, uh, after he called out Karrion Cross. Cameron Grimes is great, though. Cameron Grimes is very underrated in NXT. Absolutely. I mean, he, he did great things in Impact as the X Division champ, and now he's just getting beat up by everybody in NXT. Yeah, but he's over as hell doing it. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had crowds to judge the reaction, but... I love the guy. Yeah. He's totally <laughs> fine. Cameron Grant! Not only did he get beat up, but he came back for more and just gets straight up powerbombed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scarlet obviously comes to the stage, and then we get the little close-up promo from Cross, which is great. Love those. All you see is his eyes. And he tells a whole story with just his eyes. Um, Cross makes it clear he wants the NXT Championship. But William Regal said a little bit later on that he's not going to be bullied into making title matches. I will not be bullied into making my own championship. They will sunshine? Be and I'm like, they will be earned sunshine. And I'm like, you you know what? Bad things are going to happen. I mean, Regal should have just gonna die. gone full on Drew McIntyre to plug her off. Oh, yeah, bug, <laughs> bug her off. <laughs> Um, but, you know, Keith Lee said, pick a time and place. So, I don't know how they're going to book it. But <laughs> well, SummerSlam weekend, from the looks of it. Yeah. The the great thing, then, is we get, once again, the Walmart Young Bucks ever rise uh, back in action to take on Imperium. That one dude does look so much like Matt Jackson, it's not even funny. Yeah. He's like a fat version of Matt Jackson. And they've got the matching vests and tights and everything. Just like the, the other guy looks like Young Bucks. But the funny thing is, during this match, um, the Young Bucks come out on Im on Impact. <laughs> Dur where was what was that during? Oh, that was during the main events, but we skipped a little bit there for AEW. But anyway, um, the Imperium get the squash and then get beat down by the Undisputed Era. Yeah, alright. Uh, maybe we're going to get Walter back soon. To kind of join this feud because they're outnumbered That'd four be nice. to two. And if you're outnumbered four to two, Walter is a perfect equalizer. Fucking there, right? He is. But then again, each hand is a person because they will chop your soul. Yeah. That, then again, though, thinking about it, there is four people in Imperium. I must say, Alexander Wolf is probably still overseas too. Yeah. So maybe they're both coming back, and then we'll kind of have a four-on-four. Four. That'd be nice. Let's, let's, oh, it's too early for War Games. War Games! War Games! 
Um, meanwhile on Dynamite, this must have gone really quickly because it was in between those two segments. Uh, MJF gives a little speech and basically a challenges. It was a great speech. MJF is awesome. Um, basically announces that he's going to challenge Mox at All Out um, for the world title. Over takes multiple uh, shots at WWE. <laughs> Titan. I can't I, I remember how even the next one that is. Pardon you? Robot Man? Stop it, Robot. <laughs> Have they announced when all out? Um, I think all, all out, out September third. Yeah, I was gonna say September October. September the third is the official date. So not that far away. So it's probably not gonna have a crowd again. Unfortunately, have you heard about WWE wanting to tape on a boat? Yes. And the old internet joke, of course, is Jericho invented that. Because he did. <laughs> I've also seen the fan-made poster of a ring on a beach and Drew McIntyre just Claymore in a shark. That'd be awesome. i got to see this. And, of course, it's flashbacks to Brock Lesnar F5 in a shark for SummerSlam in 2002. That was one of the greatest pay-per-view plugs ever. I missed they used they used to do these themed pay-per-view plugs all the time, and they don't do them anymore. Yeah, they're lazy. No excitement. No. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I don't know if SummerSlam is either going to be on a on a ship or on a beach. They're planning something for it. Um, I think they're just they're desperate to get out of the PC. I know that much. Yeah, it's hard as shit in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. One fan. Yeah, just. Ugh. Also, if it's outside, it's less of a health hazard, I guess. Sure. So they say. Um. So main event for Dynamite was. Uh, Darby Allen and Mox versus Cage and Ricky Starks. Uh, they only had like 11 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty brutal. So I don't think it oh, needed much fucking more. Oh, you're right. It was fucking brutal. Are you kidding me? I mean, it that kicked off. That damn skateboard. Good oh. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm cringing right now with the thought. I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite happy about it. I think Darby deserved a little bit of payback for last week. Nearly getting his neck fucking Poor snapped. Poor Ricky, though. Get, like, like all fucking, you know, all gimmicks aside, all storylines aside. That poor fucking kid, man. Ouch. Yep. He, when yep. he took it, rather, like, he didn't even take it flush. I, I would have rather it just fucking stuck in my back and fall off, like, dead ass. Like, I would have much rather that. And, and, and instead, Darby, like, gets it, and then he ends up sliding, like, the tail end of that fucking skateboard over his the the and just drag some of them out and I'm like oh and you yeah. can see he hates it because his fucking leg is just like shaking and I'm like oh my god it's just so gnar a fat play for taking it I'll uh, get that guy a couple beers <laughs> shit 
Ah, uh, you've earned a white claw. I will set their They are after what did Darby last week and what Darby did this week. Yeah, they're even. Yeah, definitely even. <laughs> I'm not sure who got it worse. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to compare it though. I'll tell you that. That Darby almost died, and Ricky got his back sliced up. Yeah. Um, during the match, well, after the match, actually, there was this random announcement of Darby versus Mox for the world title next week. Um, but they also said, the comment, uh, Tony also said, I'm not sure these two know about it, but they were already staring each other down as if they did know about it. And this also brings me to my point of the rankings. If Darby's number five and he just gets a random world title match next week, what's the point in the rankings? Pay per views? Poor MJF getting screwed over again. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he had to go out there and fucking damn near declare presidency just to get a title match. MJF should run. Hey, I, I'd vote. Uh, <laughs> I'd vote for MJF. Hell yeah, I would. Hell yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Anna, because he's, he's a better president than yours, and you know it. That would be a great slogan. Oh, God, that is great. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, NXT's main event was obviously the triple threat main event. We also skipped Swerve and Atlas, which was another great match. but didn't... Fantastic work, but it was just there to be there. Yeah, it was a filler. Um, main event, Balor, Dexter Loomis, Thatcher. Great finish, though. Thatcher has Balor, Balor's ankle in the awesome great bang. finish, three of the weirdest guys ever. Yeah. Loomis just slides in. We got a we got a three way submission, and Thatcher passes out. Yeah, of all the guys, I would not have thought that. But hey, Loomis yeah. goes on. Thatcher passes out. So now we need Loomis. Oh, not Loomis. We need Thatcher and Balor. Yeah. Just 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 cause. Well, I mean, this week we had Gargano and Strong. Exactly. Just cause. Um, who have they announced who's in next week's match? They did, uh, but I, I fucking for, I didn't write it down. <laughs> of all the notes, I didn't I didn't take any of my NXT notes yet. But it was like uh, it's Damian Priest, um, that dude from the NXT UK you were just talking about, Rich whatever the, uh, Holland. Yeah, and uh, and I forget who the third guy was. Uh, oh, Onya Lurkin. That's it. Yeah. You and said I'm like, it, you said that, it literally as I found it. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, didn't we just watch like a fucking completely random guys match? This is a completely random guys match. Hmm. Uh, I got to go with Priest next week. Yeah, the favorite. Because Unless... I don't see, they're not going to do any, are they really going to do that? To Are they really going to push Lorcan? Well, unless they bring in the new guy with all this hype and... He just smashes through everybody. I don't know what kind of hype he's got, so. I mean, he specifically said in the promo package that he's coming for the North American title. Hey, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so as well as that match next week, we've got Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai, number one contendership. And Undisputed Era are actually challenging Imperium for the tag team titles. Hmm. Interesting. Looking good next week. 
good card. Actually, giving out a decent amount of the card before the show ends. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, they announced some uh, matches for Dynamite too, but I lost them. Oh, they always announce the whole card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, also speaking of AEW, happy birthday, uh, happy twelfth birthday to Marco Stunt. Hey, all right. <laughs> Go get yourself a free popsicle, bud. <laughs> No, I mean, he's like 20-something. It's crazy. But it was a bunch of people's birthday today, I think. There was definitely a lot of birthdays this week. That's for sure. Uh, I'm just looking at Marco Stunt is actually 24. Oh, shit. Inches. Yeah, I was about to say inches. (laughs) 24 inches. All right, enough short jokes. Um... We are now less than a month away from Promo Slam 2020. It takes place on August 20th. And again, like we said, stacked lineup. Titles on the line, free promo exhibitions. Uh, we've been selling this to you for over a month now, and I don't know what else we can tell you except make sure you don't miss it. Um, also, Post to Post returns this coming Tuesday. And ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, you don't want to miss that one either. Because not only will we be talking with... Uh, King of the Mike Judge Mike Larkin to preview the final. I also have a life-changing announcement to make on the show, and I'm glad that all the regulars will be there, including our promo champion, the Demoness. Hopefully, uh, one or, or both of our finalists as well maybe getting a little word in. Uh, and again, that's for this coming Tuesday. For more information on Promo Slam, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com. Alright. I've lost a bell this week, but I will find it next week. Um, <laughs> but just imagine it ringing because the bell has rung and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox! Oh, also, and of course, on Wrestling with Wrestling, thanks to Andre Corbeil. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at T uh, at Walker underscore TA ninety two. And once again, Twitch no longer makes your dick itch. It is one of the places you can find El Jefe. That's right, SMR Podnet, Twitch TV, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow us all of us. You can follow all of the work we do there. Um, news for the Twitch stream. Uh, game streams are going to be uh, Saturdays now. It's been moved from Fridays to Saturdays. And I'm going to be doing a thing where if you uh, if you actually go on there and watch me, I will be doing uh, like my full-blown reviews. So like if you want to get retro done out of the way early, I will go live as I'm recording it so you don't have to wait for Mondays. And uh, so I think I'll do that. Probably both of those will either be one Saturday, one Sunday, or both on Sundays. But it's something I want to start doing. That way it gets attention to the Twitch, gets people more interactive with the shows that are going on. Maybe it makes you want to actually watch them with us, you know, because there are ways to watch them with. Mm-hmm. So, But there's all that. And then there is – I Mike had pointed out to me that I had dropped an episode of the Untitled AEW Review Show, and it apparently cut off like 30 minutes in. If you were listening to that and wondered what the fuck, don't worry. It's been fixed and remastered. That's up now, <laughs> along with episode uh, 47 of the Retro Rewind. 48 is from August 5th, 1996. And then we follow up the the 10th 
with Hog Wild, also 1996. I, I feel the pain. I've had to re-edit, re-edit a couple of episodes. It's so annoying. Well, because I was like, okay, wait a minute. What do you mean it's only 30-something minutes? Like, when I exported it, it was over 50 minutes. I'm like, you're full of, like, you're full of it. Mm. And I look, and I'm like, oh, shit, it really is. So I immediately, like, the second I got home, clacked open the laptop, and I was like, so what happened? What did I do wrong? And this and that. And there's, like, a whole part of, like, the my the stereo that's it's it's not i don't know what it is it's just it's spaced out and so i guess it was spaced out and it just decided okay well we're just gonna cut right here and i'm like oh what the fuck yeah so i went fixed it it was just a pain in the ass but it's good now mine likes to screw around with you sometimes where you like add a new slide and then it'll for some reason it'll shift the audio file back about 20 minutes Ah. and it's like why in the world would you go so far back don't understand. So then there's like two voice clips playing over each other, and then you got like five minutes of dead air later on. <laughs> I've had one of those back in my early, early days. Yeah. Now I make a point of checking that everything is in the right place before I click publish or produce. I try. I try. It's not as, e- <laughs> it's not as easy as you think sometimes. No. Sometimes I'm on the rush. Um, next week is, of course, the final of this year's King of the Mike tournament. And don't forget, post to post on Tuesday. That, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Adios. Stop hacking us, Alexander. <laughs>